0: And I truly think that if we do this right, we have an incredible opportunity to not just dig out of this crisis, but to fundamentally transform the country. Well, Joe Biden, you you certainly make it easy on us, don't you? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. What does it mean to fundamentally transform the country? Those were the words, you know, that... President Obama used, we are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States. What is the plan? What are we trying to fundamentally transform? It's a question worth asking. Uh, if you are the New York Times, your plan was to transform the actual founding. It was called the 1619 Project. And the 1619 Project was predicated on the idea that the United States was actually founded as a way to ensure, enshrine, and continue slavery. That was its purpose. That's what it does. The 1619 Project has been called disgusting and immoral. It has uh, been shown by Gordon Wood of Brown University, James McPherson of Princeton, James Oakes of the City University of New York. You know, actual experts as false. False to say that protecting slavery was a motive, a main motive of the American Revolution. Quote from Wood. I don't know of any colonist who said that they wanted independence in order pres- to preserve their slaves. No colonist expressed alarm that the mother country was out to abolish slavery in 1776. McPherson, disturbed by what seemed like a very unbalanced, one sided account which lacked context and perspective on the complexity of slavery. Oakes, a historian of the Reconstruction, called the idea that slavery or racism is built into the DNA of America a really dangerous trope saying, and I'm quoting, they're not only a historical, they're they're actually anti-historical. The function of those tropes is to deny change over time. The 1619 Project just won the Pulitzer Prize. We often talk about narrative, what it is and what it means what it means to try and set a story into america that isn't actually true but being true being inconsequential what matters to these people is that they are able to push an idea that does damage to their political enemies this is what matters The 1619 Project is a joke. Anybody who believes it is a purposeful, willful fool. Has no desire for facts or data. but Is not a science believer, is a science denier. So how did it win the Pulitzer? Well, when you're pushing narrative, what you do is you circle the wagons. And you gather everybody together. What, what is the importance of facts? What is the importance of data? As long as you're speaking your truth. Am I right? Because that's what journalists do. They speak their truth. Wait a minute. That's not what journalists do. But that's what the New York Times is. The New York Times is not interested in truth. They're interested in their truth. They're not interested in facts. They're interested in their facts. This is, to the idea of Kellyanne Conway's Alternative Facts, that is the 1619 Project. And so winning the Pulitzer was a way of emboldening and embracing and shoring up what has been told to us by the experts as simply untrue. Simply untrue. The Pulitzer being utilized in this way as a tool. As a crutch, in the same way the Nobel Peace Prize was given to Yasser Arafat. That murderous bastard? Who are we kidding? Yasser Arafat was a killer, never did good for anybody anywhere, except for the money that he stole from the so-called Palestinians so he could engage his good life in Paris. Facts can't be denied. The 1619 Project is garbage. So is the Pulitzer So is the Nobel Peace Prize, for that matter. If Barack Obama and Yasser Arafat can win the Nobel Peace Prize, of what value is it? Yasser Arafat was a murderer, and Barack Obama never did anything. I didn't know you could win a Nobel Peace Prize and still drone U.S. citizens. Who knew? Who knew? Oh, too soon? All right, I'll move on.